Hello everyone, welcome back. Hi guys. We are in episode 9 of the Primal Alpha Prime, Alpha Primal Podcast. Alpha Primal Podcast. Uh, last week we talked about the 10 Primal Blueprint Laws. I can see how you can get Yes, <laughs> lots of primes. Lots of primals. So if you're interested All in that, um, <laughs> check back at uh, last week's episode. Um, also wanted to check in. I did my first week of Patrick's uh, programming for me. Great. I did three workouts. I still have one more to hopefully do today. Do today. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> to hopefully to do today. Uh, no, no, she's been doing great. Um, it's and been I, fun. When I've been at home and Patrick's been home too, he likes to offer his uh, critiques. I'm a trainer. <laughs> It's not critiquing, I'm personal training. But it's been going good. It's been a little sore, which is as expected, having worked out. And it's very difficult. Over two months, so. Husband and trainer, it's very difficult. I'm sure. But Husband to trainer. You have to, you have to look at me two different ways. We're working it out. We're getting She's through. working it out. She's doing well. True. She's doing better. So one more. And then moving on to week number two. So if you are starting them, if you've done any of them or want to do any of them, let us know. We yeah. can join you into the group and share share the workouts with you. At, at any point. I mean, honestly, this is one of those things where it's sort of like it's, it's six weeks. It's it's meant for you. It's meant for if you want to use it's meant for Ashley, but it's meant to help anybody out there as well. Um, a beginner, beginner type program. Um, so you, I mean, you can start it at any time. You don't have to be following along day by day with whenever Ashley's doing it. She's plugging it in, into her day and her week when she can. Um, we both, you know, through working and through with Arden, it's a little bit harder. It's, it's, you know, she's fitting her workouts in when she can. So don't feel like it's, it's, oh, I have to be doing exactly what Ashley's doing. It's, it, it's meant to be plugged in whenever you can make it happen. So, um, you know, try it out whenever you get the chance. Also wanted to share with you uh, one of the recipes we're making for this week. Yes. We're making chicken and wild rice soup. Love soups. Patrick's favorite is soup, so we have it going in the Instapot. In the wintertime. Pretty easy. Throw everything in the Instapot, turn it on for half an hour, and boom, you got boom, your done. soup. Boom soup. So let's get started with uh, today's episode. We're talking about specializing and overtraining. So what are we uh, talking about first? Um, so I want to talk a little bit, uh, something that I've been running into a lot more with um, consultations that I've been running into, people that I've been uh, talking to more and more is uh, over-specialization. Um, we happen to just get into this routine and, and I understand um, we like to do things that we're good at and when we start doing, we start doing one exercise or one style of exercise. Uh, and we just continually do it over and over because we start getting good at it and we start getting successful with it. And, you know, that just leads to sometimes injury, sometimes stress um, or just uh, burning out and, and, and fading out. So oh, what I like, what I've tried to encourage a lot of my clients to start looking into and, and start doing um, is uh, not trying to specialize too much so if it's like if it's like running all the time or biking all the time or just only doing weights all the time right. and not incorporating other things right. well under understanding what your goals truly are i mean it, it was a lot of times someone will come in to me and say oh i want i'm looking to 
lose weight and tone up. I'm like, okay, what are you trying to do? I'm going to do the, I'm going to do the treadmill, you know, three, four times, three, four times. And, and great. You're doing it three, four times a week, but it's like, are you training to do a walk? Are, because that's what you're, that's what you're showing me. You're, you're training. I don't know if you're special or if, you, if your goal is matching your training. Your, if your goal is to, to, to lose weight, well, let's figure out fun ways to, to challenge your body, to keep it physically healthy and not worry about doing something that you don't want to do, something that's boring, something that you read about worked for, you know, some celebrity somewhere in this magazine that I read. It's, you want to make sure that your, your goals are always, are always matching your easy over there, tiger. Jeez. Um, you want to make sure your goals are always matching your, your, your exercise. Um, again, I, I really try to emphasize to, to, to people that, that injury is a, is a big, or staying healthy is a big part of this continuous journey. Um, I can't, I can't continue to move my body the way I want it to move if I'm in a constant state of hurt, if I'm in a constant state of injury or uh, fear of injury. So I try to try to get people to explore different areas of movement. Um, I really like to break movement patterns down or movement into uh, several different categories. Uh, the first one definitely being learned. So, you know, whatever, whatever activity you're, you're starting to do, you always have to learn the proper technique, whether it be walking on the treadmill, the elliptical, I mean, these are foreign things to our body that we're not used to. We have to learn how to use those, those pieces of equipment. Um, and then it can go into the skills of exercise, um, playing games or like, like learning the, the games of track and field, basketball, baseball, whatever it have, whatever have you, CrossFit. Um, that's a great thing because you definitely have to, there's plenty of skills that you have to learn in CrossFit. Um, I do like, gen, generally like the idea of CrossFit, but again, it gets, where, where it gets dicey with me is too many people try to get in there and start specializing. Your body is not meant to do a butterfly put pull up. It's it's not. I'm sorry. That's horrible for your shoulders. If you can do it once in a great while, cool. Like you have you have learned a skill that is interesting. I think also with CrossFit too that it's some people do overtraining because it is such an intense workout right. that they do it too many times a week, and it it puts a lot of stress on your body. Well, you were you were telling me one, one. I think one of the conversations that we we had when we were when we while we were going to CrossFit is you felt bad on the days you missed, missed because you were like, oh, I'm not going to hit that muscle group or I'm not going to hit that that workout. Right. So I would go in the next day and try to do that workout and the workout from the day before. You were trying to do two days, two 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 workouts. At least the strength. Mm. So I was. Kept up with the thing. 
I mean, that's, that's kind of a mentality, right? And 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 I and I get it, and and it's 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 an infectious uh, mindset, and I, and it, it, obsessive mindset, but it is an infectious mindset because because you do have a community, and I love that's why I I, I like this group, this 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 alpha primal group that we start. I want to create that community around health and around fitness. I think that's really really important, um, you know we always create communities around these hobbies. Well, fitness should be a hobby for everybody. Any type of fitness, any type of movement should be a hobby in everybody's life in some manner of speaking. So why? How, that's, that's the community aspect that I would like to bring to, 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 the, to the fitness industry, but I digress. That's, and that's what I think CrossFit has done very well. That's where I was trying to get at. Like, I think CrossFit has done very well with creating that community. And, 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 and likewise with all those classes, I think Zumba does a great job. Those Zumba classes do a great job. The aerobics classes at the, at your local community fitness centers, you know, you have that community feel and you enjoy talking to them. But again, if you're good at Zumba and you know the routine every single time you're going in there, you're not doing much in the way of Challenging, right. changing, uh, right. working different muscles. Or even learning. You're not learning anything anymore. You're not playing. It's literally, I know I'm going to sweat because I am elevating my heart rate, but I'm not, I'm not working any other pathways, whether it be mental, physical, emotional. I'm not working any other pathways. And that's where I try to try to warn what I, what I try to warn people against, because again, after a certain amount of time, whether it be a year, whether it be two years, whether you do that same Zumba thing for 10 years, you're going to get bored. You're going to, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get injured. You can't tell me that doing this one movement pattern for the, or this one style of exercise for the rest of your life is not going to have a impact on you in some way, a, a repetitive injury impact on you in some way. Yeah. Um, or, or you'll just get stuck in this mental row. And that's, you know, that's part of what happens as well. So I really try to try to, to change things up. And, and, and this is, again, this is, this is in my routine. I, I always want to, to put that out there. This is always my routine. This is something that I've grown to sort of cultivate in myself and some of the clientele that I've worked with in the past. Um, uh, but I just, I just, I really like to, to start people off with that learning aspect. Learn the movements, learn the exercises, and then let's move into a, a, um, an area of movement or a, a, a mindset of movement of play. Let's, let's now take that movement that we just learned the correct way, and now let's add it into a game type setting. Um, and again, where I feel like a lot of people sort of fall short in this is um, when they go into a workout routine, like they may be changing it up where they get in there and they do cardio for, uh, you know, 15 minutes and then they go to the weight machines and do some weight exercises and resistance stuff and then they do some flexibility and that's good that's a great overall routine but you're not playing with it you're not 
learning new movement patterns and you're not playing with those movement patterns to challenge your body in that way. So you get, I keep going back to it, you get into this repetitive injury, repetitive movement type of. So that was my next question. What happens when you do over-specialize? What do you see? Um, okay. What so what are the negative effects of specializing in one thing? Yeah. Um, so I'm always going to say, you're always going to have exceptions to this rule. So I, I get comments, well, you know, my sister's been doing marathons for 40 years and is crushing it and doing great. And I'm like, awesome. That's fantastic. Like, I think that's, I, 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 I they're, that's great. I mean, there, there are plenty of people there. There's that UFC fighter who's been in, he's, who's 40 years old and he's or that, that, you know, that, that ageless Tom Brady, yeah. who he, they, there, there are people, people who defy the, the, the logic. And I get that. They're not the norm. They're not the norm. And, and you can't compare yourself to them. And everybody may have that potential in some aspect. It may not be in running. But you have to you have to play around with it until you maybe find that, and and you're not going to find it the first time, the second time, the fifth time. It's not going to happen that quickly. So I, I so I just wanted to put that out there first. I always know that there are going to be ex exceptions to the rule. Um, this isn't talking to the exceptions. Most of the time, what happens when you over-specialize is you're going to get into a, a what's called a repetitive stress injury or, uh, or a uh, uh, stress fractures happen. Um, you know, the, the muscle will be firing in one way or, or not firing enough in another way. Um, the joint may be, there may be a little bit of friction in the joint uh, where that over time just causes wear and tear on the joints. Um, so that's, that's the main thing that hoping happens with overstress injury, but then, or, or, or over specialization. But then again, another, another big thing is, um, that stuck in the rut type of, of, um, mentality and mindset, you know, there are like, again, there are exceptions to the rule who continually challenge. And I, and I guarantee you those people who are doing those marathons for 40 years, are, are continuously challenging themselves. They're continuously pushing themselves. It's not like they get out of bed and they're like, oh, I mean, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure there are times where they get out of bed and they're like, oh, I got a five mile run today. I got a 10 mile run today. But then I'm sure they have a community around them or a, a, uh, a mindset, a, a different mindset where it's, they're, they're going to get on the pavement and challenge them. They're going to get on the asphalt and challenge themselves. Um, as an argument to someone who does overtrain or overspecialize, that if they did work on other um, type of workouts, like doing adding, so say someone that runs all the time, if they did start incorporating a lot of strength um, or flexibility yoga, wouldn't that make them a better runner? One hundred percent. 100% and, and I wish I would have known that earlier in my so career. So a benefit of not over specializing or training can make you better at the thing that you like. 100%. 100. And, and, and I, I, like I said, I wish, again, speaking from personal, always speaking from personal experience, I wish I would have known that earlier in my career. I didn't start doing yoga until my senior year of college. 
and this was so this was my last my, my I had one more year of eligibility in track um, I'm sorry no it was my junior year because I hurt myself my sophomore year so I had to redshirt and then coming back my junior year is when I started just trying to revamp everything and and start adding in a lot more and and getting away from that specialization that specialization that injury that happened to me um, so I started doing yoga and um, I don't know my my performance did I did very well my last couple of years um, at, at in track so I, I was very happy with the results of it but I wish I would have done something earlier I wish I, I could have spoon-fed this to the 18 year old kid in me because mm -hmm. it does help and and Isn't there that one like baseball player that did like Pilates that got a whole bunch of people oh yeah, oh, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger did ballet I mean, a lot of those, a lot of those big, the biggest guys you see, those big uh, Mr. Olympia competitors. I mean, every, uh, yeah, you want to look like those guys, but those guys are extremely, extremely flexible. Like, it's insane. Yeah. So, I mean, we want to, we want to be like these people, but we're not willing to put in the. Not, I'm not saying the amount of work because they they do they take it to the extreme and they put in a lot of work but we don't we're not willing to put in the right amount of work because it may be boring I mean sitting there and doing some of the exercises that you see me doing I get it it can be boring and you don't feel like you're getting a good exercise a good workout in in this half an hour time period that I have to work out I have a half hour I, I want to feel like I'm sweating great but maybe that's not what your body needs today. I'm not saying it's not what your body needs ever, but maybe that's not what your body needs today. So let's focus on an, on something a little bit slower. Let's focus on on correcting some of the overuse exercises or overuse injuries that we may have done. So it, it, it really takes that higher level of thinking. It, it really is. It's a higher level of knowing yourself and understanding Today I have to, I have to, I have to dial it back. I have to do yoga. I have to do these, this animal flow. I have to do this, this Pilates. I have to do uh, a, a, you know, something that, that engages my rhythm. Uh, learn a different rhythm or movement pattern. Um, I always, I always love dancing. I, I'll throw dances, dance steps in between my exercises in between my lifts as I'm doing strength training just to get fun and play in my in my routine again and, and you know if I'm if during that time I happen to you know trip over my feet I, I laugh it off and I'm like I'm not as nimble on my feet as I thought I was so I got to continue doing something and play a little bit more with it um so yeah I got away I get, I get off on tangents, but yeah, that, I mean, I mean, that's, that's truly the mindset that you got to get into though. It's, it's, it's this playing mindset. It's not this head down, get in, get out, you know, bing, bang, boom type of mindset. It's like, what does my body need today? If it's not, if it's not a run, what is it that it needs today? If it's not a, if it's not a run and it's a swim, I can still get a great workout doing a swim and it's a lot less impact on my body. So, I mean, you just gotta, I, I think we need to start taking a step back and understand that there is a huge, huge world of movement and exercise to our disposal. 
and it, it should never be boring and it should never hurt and it should never um feel like i'm overtraining. you can find a movement or um a workout schedule or plan that is fun for you mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be daunting it doesn't have to be daunting it doesn't have to be intimidating and it doesn't have to be something like that you dread doing um, There's so many different of those classes out there, UFC, uh, boxing, there's those uh, cycle classes. I mean, there's so many things out there. Yeah, I love hot yoga. I love hot yoga. All different. I don't do enough of it. I mean, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, go, go class hopping. Yeah, absolutely. Go class hopping. Um, for those who are more interested, there's a guy that I've, I've been following. Um, and, and he was actually on the Joe Rogan uh, podcast. I listen to that all the time, whenever I can. But um, his name was Faraz Zahabi, and he's uh, he trains a lot of UFC fighters, and he, he was someone who dives a lot into this subject and, and someone that I listened to very closely um, and got me starting to do a lot of my my prescription, my, my training my, for myself, as well as prescribing other training for my clients and everything like that, is off of workout percentage basis. So working, what does that mean? Um, working off of like, we all understand that, that we have, there's a heart rate and, and, and there's a resting heart rate and then there's maximum heart rate. And, and I don't think a lot of us understand that we can work percentages of those heart rates or percentages of our, of our strength. So we take a max lift um, and then any lift that you do when you do when you're creating a program is a percentage of that max lift um, or like I said the max heart rate any anytime I want to get someone into a specific target heart rate zone you have to get to a percentage of that max heart rate. So um, the big thing that he's always talking about is how he he never trains and or he never trains to the point where he gets himself sore and that's what I hear a lot of and and, and I know you said that at the beginning of the these podcast here that you were a little bit sore from the workouts that we did and 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 you're the type of person who understands that soreness and 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 can move sort of through that soreness but a lot of people can't and and don't know what that is and and, and don't want to exercise through that soreness. So when they do an exercise routine on Monday and then they're sore Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then they don't, or Tuesday, Wednesday, especially, and then Thursday, they can do another exercise routine. Well, they have taken three day, two, three, two to three days off and you've gotten in another workout, if not two workouts within that time. So he talks a lot about working your percentages so if I'm working to the point where I'm going 100% and I get to a red line and I'm working 100% and I'm really, really sore that next day, well, I'm not going to be able to move. I'm not going to be able to do another squat. I'm not going to be able to do another push-up. But if I work to, so if I can only do 10 push-ups, let's say, my maximum set is 10 push-ups. Let's keep it a nice, even round number. Um, if my maximum push-ups is 10 push-ups, well, during my workout, I'm not going to prescribe myself 10 push-ups or eight push-ups, I'm going to prescribe myself five push-ups. That's 50%. That's a good, that's a good amount of push-ups. But then tomorrow I can come back and do five more push-ups. And then Wednesday I can come back and do five more push-ups. And by the time Thursday comes back around when you're ready to do push-ups again, since you've done 10, I've done 15 within that time. But 
again, it's that mindset of less is more, and we need to get into that mindset again. I think we really do need to get into that mindset and more, understand the percentage that we're working. So you I don't, don't always have, have to, to go hardcore, right. max out. And that's kind of like what we were talking about last week too with the Primal Blueprint um, about sprinting once in a while, doing yeah. that hardcore workout only once in a while. Right. Other, other times just moving frequently, um, doing strength training, but not going to that max effort. Right. And, and, and you're absolutely right. I mean, um, a couple of the people that, that I'm working with currently, they're like, I, I work, they, they, their week is split up into two. Their week looks completely different. Their two different type styles of workout look completely different. Um, there's their workouts when they're in the office because they have a gym in the office. So there, there's the workout that they can do within that five-day period that they have in, a, in, uh, in the week. And then they have two workouts on the weekend. That's more of a body weight circuit, a completely different style of workout, completely different movements that they're doing. But during the week, it's it's not meant to get, you're not meant to be sweaty because he still has to work out, um, warm up, work out, and then get back to work and, and be presentable for work. So it's like, okay, you're going to move, do some movement patterns, then you're going to lift heavy objects. You're going to do some strength training. That's what you're going to do because you're, you're not necessarily getting your heart rate jacked up and that's not what it's meant for. It's meant to do resistance training. It's meant to keep your heart rate relatively down. Maybe you'll get it up while you're doing the working set, but bring it back down and lift heavy objects. On the weekend, cardio, jumping, uh, plyometric style working, animal flow style working, working your whole body, like, your heart get your heart rate up, and that and that works for you and then. But but to sit there and say that oh I'm on, I'm on a program where I have to do this. Well now it takes that time that he's he likes to spend even when he's working out being at home and with his family now he has to take that hour and go to the or two hours go to the gym do his warm-up do his strength training because that's the box that this person or this program has put me in i have to get to the gym to do my workout where if you just talk to talk to talk to a professional talk to a personal professional um not this on, like I'm not not a program that's done you know for everybody talk to somebody that can personalize a program for you and that's the benefits of personalized programming it, it allows him to to get that strength training in that he wants but then also he wants to be able to do rec league sports and, and play basketball you're not going to get that from just doing just doing strength training and being in the gym you're going to get that through playing basketball running doing plyometric exercises. So, I mean, I really, I really want people to get out of these boxes of, of over-specializing. Stuck in, stuck in this one, I'm in, I'm in this type of program, that's all I can do. Um, I like to bike, so that's all, the only type of exercise I can do. Well, if you like to bike, let's put together a program that allows you to bike a lot do so other 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 parts that are beneficial to your body right. and and that will allow you to bike for as long as you want to bike do it forever yeah, if you do true. this <laughs> if you do this other stuff you can do this forever and that's it, it, it drives me nuts when i when i hear and i get it people love to do it, it but it drives me nuts when it's like 
I can help you. I can, I can, I can teach you to do that so much more efficiently, so much better without the fear or without these couple of days or a couple of weeks or a couple of months where you have had to pull yourself out of that because you've hurt yourself and you're just resting it off and, or, you know, you know, it, it just, it, it, that's, that's one of my emotional pet peeves. <laughs> you can't, if you can't tell. Passionate. I mean, it is because it is, it's a, I'm very passionate about, about this because I do think, I do think one of the biggest parts of, of programs that I've seen personal trainers put, put their clients on pro programs that I've seen people get into family members get into is just this, this bubble. I'm, I'm, I'm only going to work in this one little bubble. And that's the only bubble that I'm going to work in when there's just so many other avenues that we can do to make sure that that bubble is, is better and stronger and better than you can ever imagine. So that's, that's, yeah. And rant. And rant. <laughs> I think that's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. So that's, that's what I say. Get out there, talk to people. Talk to, try, new, try things. new things, learn new things, play around with those things. Challenge your body. Challenge. Yeah. Awesome. I think that's pretty good for today. Um, <laughs> next week, we're going to talk about uh, intermittent fasting. Huge. This is a big passion of mine, too. You're okay. going to hear me rant. And we might incorporate some other stuff in there, but... Um, mainly it's going to be about that. So if you're interested in intermittent fasting, you don't know what it is, or you want to learn more about it, see if it's right for you, um, check out next episode. That will be number 10. Number so, 10. We're um, in the double digits. We have to, we have to we'll, we'll have to do something. I think, I think we have to have some sort of giveaway at the end of our number 10, our 10th episode. Right? I mean, we got, we, we got so to get, listen. yeah, we got stuff to give away. Yeah. Look, okay. We 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 can give we can start doing some sort of like primal ingredient stuff. Okay. Start with that, and then eventually I want to get into these. Look, you gotta show people your T-shirt. Look at that. Pretty Look cool. at that logo. It's a badass logo. Created it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll uh, catch you next week. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Have a great Sunday.